Hey there, folks. This is part two of two with Davina Joy. And we left you on a cliffhanger last week. And now we're going to wrap it up this week. But if you haven't listened to part one, what are you doing? Stop. Go back. Listen, y'all already know this is not our first two-parter. For more information on her stuff and to find out about her, we'll give you all those deets at the end of this episode, or you can check our show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get on with the show. When I read this, the thing that came up, I go, do I actually say this on the podcast and put this out in public? Because the thing that I'll say is that for my ethnicity, I am way too good at customer service. Uh, I shouldn't be a good servant. Uh, I give too much. Like there's, you know, my ancestors fought to not be slaves. And I'm like, how can I help you? Let me give you everything. Like I think way outside of the box. And I just love so I'm a comedian. I love making people happy. Like if someone can be like, damn, I didn't wait. What? You already had my beer. I didn't even order. I'm like, I know I felt you, boo. Like that <laughs> shit just makes me. Me too. Yeah. So happy. Yeah. So I can't really say even there was. Um, oh, oh, there is something that came to mind. Jody hit me up one day. I think I was gone for a couple weeks. Like I was doing a thing and he hit me up and he was like, hey, I have a customer saying that you wrote in a tip. Or something like that. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, from this night, they said that they even took a picture of the receipt. Because when I delivered the fucking check, the tip was written in. And they're like, what the hell? And that they had scratched it out or something like that. And I was like, dude, who would do that? Like, And thankfully, because the one thing I will say that the comedy store always knew about me is that like, I'm honest, I have integrity and that I'm, I'm good. I'm a good worker. I was there for years and there weren't fucking complaints about me, but he hit me up and I was like, I'm just telling him through email. I don't know why I couldn't talk to him. I might've been at a meditation retreat is what's like coming to mind. But I was like, dude, I have no idea what these people are talking about. That sounds insane. Who takes a picture of their thing so they can, I was like, if they gave me the fucking slip and it's written in there, then it's written in there. Like, I, I didn't write, I've never written in a fucking tip. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, you know what? I trust you. We don't ever get complaints about you. And he was just like, so you're fine. So nothing ever came of it. Like, I don't know whatever happened from the customer's end, but nothing ever came of it. Because I'm like, dude, that doesn't even make sense to yeah. me. Like, who yeah. would deliver... Oh, mine deserve $15. <laughs> hey, will you sign this? Like, Listen, girl. What? I mean, some of our coworkers, I wouldn't put it past them. But okay, so that was to speak to the manager. Um, so that was probably, yeah, that was where they emailed, like found, called in or somehow got in touch with him like after the night and after the fact. And I was like, that is insane. That isn't like that. Yeah. People like, that, what do you have to do with the time on your hands? That, that, that. Who has that kind of time? When and I think people complain like that to get that. Like maybe they thought, oh, they'll give me a full refund. And this bingo. And that. people that will do whatever they want to not spend any money and bingo. get a night off for free. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. All the time. Or lie, cheat. Ugh, it's, Yeah. Oh, it makes me crazy. Although I will say when I've had servers add tips and I always tip. And so when you add extra on top of what I have already tipped you, like especially when I'm tipping t- between 25 and 30% every time, when yeah. you're adding those extra fives or tens or whatever, I will call. Like I will call the restaurant and be like, this is oh, insane. I 100 did Denny's in Arizona one time. This girl like add, I left her cash and I had put 
cash on you the wrote thing. that yeah somehow she added a fucking tip of like it was like seven dollars or something but i called them i'm like this is about the principal now like it's not i left her cash and and i am a good tipper as well like mm-hmm. 20 to 25 percent probably always you know i'm like 25 to 30 you're a nice bitch um <laughs> but like you know i have to like fight with my dad because he's like let me give 11 percent i'm like dad <laughs> no god damn no like you have to give more and i'm not gonna blame the fact that his ancestor you know yeah. that my dad's the jew and my mom's a muslim that has nothing to do with it but it might um <laughs> when i was a kid i used to like say about my dad i'd pretend i was a bird and this is what my tweet would be cheep cheep like I was a mean kid. Um, but oh yeah, I, I tip well, so I get you. Like yeah. I would absolutely call and complain. Yeah. What was the last straw that got you out of any of these jobs? Did you have any job that you left in flames or you were like, fuck this, I'm out? Yes. I just remembered. I also did valet at the SLS hotel after, um, oh, I did get fired from two jobs after my, uh, my job. Dude, I love how memories come back and you're like, oh my God, this was my life. Um, the four seasons. So I was working at the SLS hotel, complete fucking chaos. This was literally, I have never left a job without giving two weeks notice ever, ever. Even if I fucking hated the job. I've never left a job without giving two weeks notice. I'm at the SLS hotel. I had a fucking day where I was scheduled. We, they only had, I'm throwing out numbers. This is like, I don't know if it was right. Let's say they have 200 like parking spots, but they have six to 700 cars to park that fucking night. It was complete chaos. And then, so I work a couple shifts and then I come in to get my tips. That was the other thing I hated about them is that you didn't leave with any of your tips like that day you would come back. And then they were splitting the valet tips with the people that just stand in the booth and give the fucking tickets. Nope. So I come in and get money one day and I was like, where's my fucking money? And they're just like, that's it. And I'm like, no, like this is insane. So I had talked to managers and stuff. I was like, why are we splitting tip? The people that are literally running the entire fucking six hour, eight hour shift running the whole time. Why are we splitting tips with the people that are standing there and just taking a ticket and doing a cash out? This makes no fucking sense. I've worked at multiple other valet jobs at hotels. This is fucking insane. And so I had a, a, a shift scheduled and I was like, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I called and the manager picked up and I was like, I would rather gouge my fucking (laughs) eyes out than come in. And I have never put a job not giving two weeks. Like this is breaking my soul apart because like I am a dependable fucking person. I would rather commit suicide <laughs> than come to this job tonight. He goes, I totally get it. He's like, Davina, this is LA. <laughs> yeah, no, he was the nicest guy ever. He's like, first oh off, God. this is LA. Who cares about everyone else? You got to do what you got to do. That's like, right. If this doesn't work for you, but I felt so bad because I'm fucking over these other coworkers. Yeah. Like I'm like, your hotel doesn't make fucking sense. So it was so funny when Lee started working at the SLS, like was baking over yeah. there and stuff. I'm like, oh, I used to, I worked there for like three fucking days and it was the hardest thing I ever did. Like I hated quitting without giving any warning, but I, I would have killed myself. Yeah. And was that- It, it couldn't happen. And the last straw then in that case would have been them splitting the tips in such an egregiously unfair way. 
egregiously unfair. Yeah. Like I'm talking about like, I mean, you would usually make at least a hundred dollars valet. Like, especially when I was in Scottsdale, like I'd leave with probably more than a hundred, like, um, and leaving the, the stripping world was just like, how can I, you know, it was yeah. hard because it's like, there is all this money that you can make in a day. Yeah. It was just, I had dated this guy and then it was like, it wasn't aligning. Like I just wasn't excited to go in anymore. You know, I was in a really, really good relationship and it was just like, <laughs> He was totally in acceptance of it and didn't give a fuck at all. But um, but yeah, so I just got into the regular job. But yeah, that one was just like, it was egregious. The It was also like, even if the money was really good, I probably wouldn't have lasted more than another week or two. Like the, the stress of, yeah. I mean, we're talking SLS hotels like off of, fucking one of these nice streets over. I'm like, is that in, is that Beverly in Beverly Hill considered kind of Beverly Hills? It's Beverly Hills adjacent. So it's like it is adjacent. Yeah. So it's these really nice fucking cars. And I mean, maybe I was just, well, I'll talk about, you know, the four seasons when we get to that question, but maybe I was just really traumatized from why I got fired from there. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, Have you ever told a customer to fuck off? Um, I feel like I've definitely gotten attitudes with customers, but there's never been a like, fuck off, you know, mm-hmm. if anything at the comedy stores where I've given customers a shit. But the thing is, I'm like, you know what? I don't even care. That person's not going to tip me. They can suck my dirty butthole. I do not <laughs> care. They're just the worst. And like, my butthole's usually clean, you guys, but like, I would make it dirty for them before they sucked it. Um, <laughs> but like, I was just like, fu- but you know, I don't, I don't want to give people my power. Like, had I come into the comedy store as even a crazier Davina that literally had no social awareness of how insane that she could be and gave my emotional power to people all the time. But now I'm in a place like the nicer you are to someone that's being a dick. Well, first off, there's two ways. The more dickheadish that you stand your ground to someone who's literally just being such a dick that you're like, dude, you gotta stop. And that you fucking put them in their place. They tip you so well. It's in, they want to be they want the fight fucking dominated. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're like looking to be the submissive or what, but I would be so surprised by how much attitude I gave to some people and how little attention I gave to them yep. and how much they would take care of me at the end. I was like, what the you sadistic fuck? <laughs> and or while they're being dickheads too, if you're like, cool, so can I get you something now? Like, and you just don't, don't even react at all to it. Yep. Oh, they get so hot. They get so hot, hot and bothered. <laughs> yeah. It just makes, cause they want to own you. Yes. That's their whole fucking goal of going out there, being a fucking dick to people like that. They want to fucking ruin your moment and ruin your day. And when you're having a good, healthy, emotional fucking day <laughs> and you can stay grounded. Yeah, and you're just dude, like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. What and else? I'm just like, cool. So now that you've thrown a tantrum, can I get you the water that you need to buy or, or the soda? Because what are we it's doing? A two drink fucking minimum. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> or do you want to leave? Like, if you want to leave, like see we good. My heart. Yeah, but, uh, that's we good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, how many bodily fluids have been on your person whilst you were on the clock? Well, I mean, I was a stripper. Uh, hey, so. you can just, we can just leave it at that. Okie dokie. So I can't even say on me because it wasn't like anyone ever like came. I mean, guys will try to lick your nipples and stuff. So there's like the saliva factor, but there's definitely a couple times where I was like dancing for, and I got to say, I was not like, I wouldn't grind on a guy's fucking crotches. When I first started, I probably did it longer than I needed to because I didn't know. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is how you fucking trip. <laughs> but as you learn and girls are like, hey, 
We'll fucking beat you if you keep fucking grinding <laughs> on a guy's fucking like that. You're like, oh, that's not how we do it. Okay, that's not stripping. I don't and understand. Still, like, they're sitting in the chair with their legs open, and <laughs> I go to the ground and I open my legs and just scissor bump their fucking shit. Like, I'm like, this is okay, but like me sitting on their lap and jiggling, <laughs> not okay. Like, okay, but definitely there were a couple times where guys came in their fucking bed, and I was like, well, because it was like. Dude, we're talking about like less than fucking 30 seconds. Like, like how did. But that's also a sexually charged environment. They've been watching girls like dance, like in really powerful sexual ways. Like you can't. I mean, I mean, you can't shame them for guys that cannot. They probably have to come there because they like can't even have a sexual experience with a woman because they probably come like a virgin like every time, you know. And you're like, yeah, but also I think. That's a mental, like if people did work to figure out why sure. they're experiencing the things that they're experiencing, they Life can would be change better. that. That's right. Dude, a pre-ejaculator doesn't always have to be a fucking pre-ejaculation, but because we now, you go Google it and it's in the medical books and it looks like a disease or dis-ease as I like to call it. And a lot of people call it, I'm not claiming dis-ease, um, but it's literally a spelling, but there's so many people that just, oh, now I've been told that there's something wrong with me and we're raised in this victim mentality of society. So it's like, yay, something's wrong with me. I have a reason to complain and be a victim. I have a label. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm important because I fit into this group. It's like, but that's a really negative fucking group. (laughs) That vibe is like not the jam. So you may want to look at that. That vibe's not the vibe. But like, maybe you want to change frequency channels. That vibe's Maybe? not the vibe. We need a t-shirt that says that vibe's not the vibe. Um, do you know, literally last night at this comedy show, someone said that should be on a t-shirt. I literally should have a t-shirt company. Like, mm-hmm. I say fun things. <laughs> do you tip? Yes. How much? Yes, I tip. Oh, like I said, 20 to 25%. If you're really fucking good, like, I've definitely given a 50% tip before. I've definitely given a 100% tip before, but we're talking on, like, a $5 fucking thing and I give 10 you know and I'm just like dude you are awesome so it's not like I'm like here's 200 bucks for my hundred (laughs) dollar bill when I have the ability to absolutely oh I can't wait yeah I'm excited to be able to but like also if you are a horrible horrible servant the the one thing about being in the service industry is you know when someone is bad because they're like super busy you know when someone's bad because they just don't give a fuck And I'm not going to lie and say that I've never stiffed somebody and written a note that's just like, dude, I'm a really good fucking tipper. And I know that this is just in theory to you because you're not going to fucking get one. (laughs) But like you have to do a lot, like literally everything wrong from the minute that I sit down for me to feel justified and not fucking giving you money for it. And it's been maybe twice like in my life. But like, what do you mean do everything wrong? Give me an example. Literally like you're rude as soon as you get there. You're not listening to me. I ask you a question. You're very short about it. Like you don't give a fuck. I ask you to bring me like, oh, can I get extra sauce or something? And you, it takes you forever to do it or you don't fucking do it. And I finally just have to eat my food because I want to eat my food because I'm hungry. Just everything is literally the way. And then we ask for a check. You take forever to get it. Like just. No. Everything fucking wrong to where I'm like, dude, you would stop me. This one experience would stop me from coming to this establishment ever again. That's right. Even if I fucking love the food. It's just like, dude, if you're that 
bad of a person. Like you just, someone needs to fucking tell you. Yeah. And I don't want somebody to work for free. Like, I don't like to be that person, but there's just, I have a Virgo ascendant sign <laughs> and she's a cunt. Like she's <laughs> super, such a bitch. She's just like, nope. We have fucking rules in society. And I'm like a Pisces. Yep. I'm like, no, we don't. Everyone's just fucking flowing fancy free. And it's like, literally, I'm in a fight with myself constantly. Constantly. I get that. Um, have you ever been stiffed? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So I know what it feels like, you know, and the difference is I'm fucking amazing. Like I am a fucking amazing fucking server and I give people what I would like to get. Like, I just think ahead. I'm intuitive and I'm psychic. I know when people fucking need things. Yes. There's people that will ask for things where I give them a look like, like when someone's like, Oh, can I get some salt around my Corona? Like bitch? No, no. It's going to go in your beer and corona. fuck your beer. Yeah. Like bring your own salt or whatever. Like uh, bring, bring your own salt or like, no, I'm sorry. We don't have extra glasses to rim and bring you a fucking glass for your beer that has a salt rim. Like you're annoying, <laughs> but I'm also, I'm super annoying. Like I have things that I'm particular about too, too. So I get that too. Um, but like when I think outside the box and I like how and someone, when someone's just like, dude, you are like the best server I've ever had. And then, even if they don't stiff you, but give you like a really shitty fucking yep. tip, you're it like is so insulting. Yeah. You're like, don't say it. Don't give and, me the compliment. Pay me. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause yeah, I don't give a fuck about what you think about yeah. me, to be honest with you. Like, show me with your money at the end of the day. Like, if you didn't say four words to me, the yeah. time, but you tip the shit out of me, like, we good. Yeah, not show me the money. Show, show me, me with yo your money, money. Yo money. Yo money. <laughs> Okay. All right. Here comes the heavy question. Were you ever 80s reference? uh, Were you ever fired from a customer service job? Yeah. You know, when I first thought about that, I was like, oh, it was just Sprint PCS. Like I got fired from Sprint PCS. It was bullshit. Um, They said I had gone into like someone's account that I shouldn't have. And I think someone somehow got my login info because I was like, why would I go? I don't why. Yeah. Fucking nosy. I don't. And I'm smart. I know that every single thing that we access leaves a stamp of where we've been. Like, of course you would find out if I was in fucking a friend's account or some account that I'm not supposed to. I, The guy who had gotten me hired, though, who I used as my reference when I did the application, ended up getting fired like months before for shitty shit. So I think that they were just like... Association guilt. I think they were just pinning me down. Yeah. But the firing from... Um, the Four Seasons? The Four Seasons. That's the only other job. And, dude, I was framed for that as well. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> Davina uh, Joy has been a, framed. <laughs> Davina Joy, framed and fired. <laughs> so, one, I was bringing a car up and it, thank God it was like a shitty van. But the guy behind me... Like my coworker and I worked at the Four Seasons for a while. It was way over a year, but I would always talk shit to like the valet guys. It was literally me as the only girl and this one other girl who was very like butch lesbian. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like, but her and I were the only two girls that were valets there. And so I was coming around this. They have a stupid, like, why do you have this tight? We're bringing Rolls fucking Royces sometimes. Like, first off, the Rolls Royce should never go down. So the fact that I got fired is bullshit. But when the top is full, they only have a couple fucking spots for really nice cars. And then another nice car comes, you have to bring it down. So this was a shitty van. I was coming around and it was like right when 
my my side one side hit like the wall then the guy behind me like started honking as if he was warning me but he didn't warn me until it caused like damage and a woman was cool it was just a shitty van like that one didn't matter but because of that one when i accidentally <laughs> backed a car into a rolls royce it got me how did you back a car into a Rolls Royce accidentally to Vina Joy? Was it, was it accidentally on purpose? So first, no, 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 no. Okay. Like I really loved, like as much as these guys were idiots, like I loved, I was trying to get into the catering side of uh, working at the Four Seasons because they made really good money. Um, but it was hard to like switch departments and stuff. And like the catering just wasn't hiring because those caterers, no turnaround. They made such good money. Mm-hmm. Like dude, that Four Season catering team was like there for fucking ever. Oh, Mr. C Hotel was probably a horrible job that I worked at too. But anyway, we're past that question. <laughs> so I had brought this car down and they had fucking parked, someone had parked this Rolls Royce in this spot. And I, I honestly don't know what happened. Like I'm just backing it up and then I hear this crash. And dude, I wanted to pretend like it wasn't me. <laughs> like I would have too. I did not want to tell them. <laughs> You're like, like, because I can't remember if they would have known. Like, I don't think that they know. They didn't know like who drops cars off necessarily. They know when you pick a car up, mm. but they don't know when you're dropping it off. Um, and so there's a part of me that thought about, but I have integrity yeah, and like, see? I'm honest. And I was just like, dude, I'm just going to fucking be like, plus, I mean, who knows? Maybe there was a camera that would have seen me hop out of the car and been like, fuck. Deuces. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so I told him, so I had to leave early like that day. They're like, okay, well, anytime you had an accident, it was like, maybe you're frazzled now. Like, we're just going to have you leave so that you don't fuck up other people's fucking cars. <laughs> and then like when they called me in for work, like I didn't hear from them for a few days. And then when they called me and they're like, man, this really sucks because we do love you. We know that you're a good worker. And I was like, dude, can I just go into catering? Like, can I go to a different department? And they're like, well, we have to fire you, which means that you can't work for the Four Seasons for like a certain amount of time, which I don't even remember now because I wasn't going to go back. You know what I mean? Like go backwards. But yeah, that one sucked because I really... And because I know all those fucking guys were so happy to get rid of me. Uh, like sometimes I just love making people miserable. Squirm. Yep. And they yep. were just lazy. I'd be like, are you going to run or are you going to walk to every car? Like I would just talk <laughs> shit to like the best. I'm like running by. I guess you're walking. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> okay. What's an example of, or can you think of one of the worst, like the worst customer example or a customer that comes to mind when I say the worst customer? Like an incident where you're like, oh, here's here or a ge- I'm not asking this question well at all. I'm sure. No, I totally get what you're asking. Okay. I'm sure there's someone from the comp. But this is, again, where I come down to like, I'm not going to let people and experiences like own my energy. Right. It's like, sure, I could think about this person once every three months and fucking curse them and want whatever but it's just like I mean I had people that have had stiff stiff like people walked out on checks that I had to like chase down and be like excuse me and some that got away with it you know Mm -hmm. and they're usually the nicest people like you're not suspecting that they're gonna fucking do that and that's how they get away with it because they're oh we're just going to the bathroom and then you never see them and thank god for the couple people that I was able to catch because the comedy store had that happen especially we have tourists yep coming in like they don't give a fuck they're like this person's never gonna remember me and I'm like oh I will write down everything I remembered about you and I will give it to the fucking manager <laughs> I will tell them conversations we had I told you I asked where you're from like I will give them everything but you know I can't 
Oh, okay. Native New Yorker. When I was in Arizona, um, there were literally people that sat down and I came over to take their order and they're like, we don't want this nigger like <gasps> serving us. <gasps> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. Like Arizona, super racist. And I was like, oh, I will go fucking apeshit. I mean, I, oh, I would have like lost. If I would have heard that, old. I would have lost my fucking mind. They were old redneck. And I can't, this is what I can't remember. If they actually just let them move to a different section and still fucking no, eat, fuck at the that restaurant. restaurant. Fuck that if I they let them. That's happened. bullshit. But the funny thing is, I ended up getting, I ended up leaving that job because so they hired me knowing that I was 18. Like I gave them all my info. They had my date of birth, everything. In Arizona, and this is back in the day, we're talking probably 2000, 2000, uh, 2001, maybe, mm-hmm. you, maybe even 99, you had to be 19 years old to serve alcohol. Mm in a restaurant. So to be able to do whatever. So they hired me, knew my age. I'm talking to these two girls and there was one that was a really catty bitch. And I knew I didn't like her energy. And we're talking one day and I was laughing and I said something about my age and they're like, Oh, how old? And I didn't know this 19 year old thing. So, cause I got hired, I got hired, was given a job, was fucking taught how to serve. I went through the yeah. whole fucking training was taught how to serve. I was serving on my own now. And so the next time I come in and she was like, Oh, uh, next time doesn't say anything to me. Isn't like, you know, you're supposed to be 19. What da, da, da. Next time I come in, a manager's like, Hey, Davina, I got to talk to you for a second. So then they demoted me. They told me I could work there as a host. And I worked like one host shift. And I was like, dude, this fucking sucks. No, like you hired me as a server. This is not on me. Yeah, this is on like, y'all. You guys, you had my date of birth and all this shit, you know? But, um, so that girl fucking, sucks. I ended up just leaving. I quit the job. I wasn't like fired, but but the demotion happened. But yeah, um, that was probably the worst that I ever had where it was just like, are you like, are like, you just said that for me to hear, which means that you don't have a fucking problem with it, which means I'm going to take your fucking life. Like all of my, like, I just get to a very dark, like, oh, so you don't want to breathe anymore. Like place. (laughs) I totally identify with that. Murder or killing someone uh, because I'm spiritual. I'm just releasing their soul. No, I'm just releasing their soul from this really horrid, like, encompassed thing that they're in. This ignorance and just a little soul release. (laughs) Little baby, little baby soul, soul bye bye. Little baby soul release that everybody's gonna miss you and have a eulogy for. Just little baby soul release. Ready to get the most flowers you've ever gotten in your life. Come to this little baby soul release. (laughs) We're gonna do it up. Soul baby soul release. That if there if, if suicide ever becomes legal, I'm opening up soul, soul baby, baby soul, soul release. release. <laughs> Come get your tulips. <laughs> What's your favorite flower? Doctor Kavorkian, soul baby soul, soul release. <laughs> well, sorted oh, that God. out. Well, this is a great transition point because now we're going on to the good stuff. So we hoped y'all saved room for dessert. Ah. Okay. What's the nicest thing a customer has done for you whilst you're working? Tip. I mean, a good tip, you know, we and all telling the boss that you're amazing, just yeah. like praise. And, uh, yeah, like it, show us through your actions, like even in, so tip well, because just telling my boss that I'm awesome, I don't care. You know, it's like, <laughs> doesn't matter. show me I'm awesome with the understanding of like what my job entails and that there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And that when you're at the comedy store, especially, or any kind of place where you have, you know, more than like three or four or five tables, 
It's insane. You are handling so many people's thoughts, energies, needs, desires, wants, drink orders, food order, everything that it takes. I remember, and the thing I love the most about Rogan, I mean, I love so many things about Joe Rogan. He's a really amazing guy. But the thing that I love about him is how much he'd be like, you servers here at the comedy store are another fucking breed. Yes, Like this job, I will sit in the back and I will watch you guys going and like almost run into each other and somehow you stop right away and like... Like, it's just like watching bumper car servers that are just like dropping off, like go, 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 go. And it's insane. And I always appreciated that he actually like appreciated and saw it and even said anything about it. But like, yes, thank you. Tell my boss that I'm amazing because that does help. Like, it's good to to have that validation. But yeah, if I could call my bill company and be like, well, table number 37. (laughs) They think I'm pretty and good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. they think I, they think I think outside the box. So you're going to take $50 (laughs) off this bill. Like, you know, it's like, you got to tip people. You got to show them with, with money. And then if it's a job where they can't be tipped, then that's when love and appreciation and like kind words mean Matter. a lot yeah. because a simple thank you to someone who might not ever hear it from their coworker or their boss or something else, like it, it goes a long way. That's right. But you have to know where you're at, you know? What's the best tip you've ever gotten? There's so many different venues because like, would you consider stripping like just getting tipped and yes. tipped and tipped and tipped yes. because then like $1,300. Girl, uh, well, that wins. Yeah, from one person. That wasn't like the whole night, but this one dude, his name is Norm. I'll remember Norm forever. Like took me in, in Arizona, the place I used to work at, they had a, a little VIP area. A that champagne was room. <laughs> the champagne room. It was three songs for a hundred bucks. It okay. was the best VIP from any club I'd ever been at because like, Songs are two to three minutes long. You're making a hundred bucks pretty fast. And this guy just wanted to talk. He just was, I had my top off the whole time, but I wasn't even like on him. We were like sitting next to each other, just chatting. And and he'd be like, has it been three songs? And I'd be like, yeah. And he'd give me another hundred or the security guard would start coming in and he'd be like, I'm giving her more. Like, because they would usually come every three songs just to like keep it from being awkward from us being like, well, okay, you got to pay me more or, but it was never awkward. Strippers love to ask for money. Like, we're like, we know why, you know why you're here. We, we know, know why, why you're here. here. Like, we know what, everyone knows what you fucking want. But yeah, that's probably. Yeah, that's pretty good. Probably the best. That was good. What's the best tip you've gotten as a server? Um, Brogan's a really good tipper. Um, there was this guy, I don't think he was there once you started working. This guy named Kevin used to come in and he oh. was a fucking weirdo. You've probably heard I've about, heard him, about him. some of the other people. He was a fucking weirdo. But this motherfucker used to just be like, oops, you dropped something and he'd put hundreds like in your fucking weight staff apron. Like he would just... He gave hundreds all day. And then like, even when I just worked in a regular restaurant, I think I had like a $20 tab one time and he gave me a $20 tip, like a hundred percent tip. And I was like, that's amazing. You know, nothing, nothing major. No, that ratio is awesome though. The ratios, it feels good. Good. And there were times, dude, when you actually more than Rogan now, because I'm thinking about when we would grat and then there would still be space for people to tip. Like I've had people with really big bills. So their grat tip is like over a hundred bucks who would leave like another hundred or 200. Like, yeah, 
there were a couple really, oh, those would just make you wet as fuck those moments, <laughs> right? You're like, like, this is amazing. And I'm like, I don't even care about money, but clearly my body does because I just came <laughs> a little bit. Give me a second. I got to go. I got to go to the bathroom. BRB. And it's not to poo. It's just to wipe up this slosh Mess. that's happened because of slosh. That's so Dear gross. Dear God. I'm going to put a warning on this episode. Like, this is not a G-rated oh, well, episode. well, you knew that already. I know. Right, I'm down for it. I think it's great. Uh, Okay, give me the best customer. So if you can't think of one, same question as the worst, like an example of the best. Yeah. I mean, Norm would probably come to mind again. Like, dude, when you sit there and just give somebody hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, like on end, just because they're cool to talk and laugh with and you might be having a sad day. Like, I don't even know what his life was about. I have, I could have taken his last $1,300 and he lived on the street from that point on. Like I literally know nothing (laughs) about this fucking guy, but I do know that it was hard in Arizona because I only worked at a topless place, but there were a lot of fucking bitches who would like flash their puss and show their, and I'm like, dude, no judgment. Go dance naked. Don't bring that like shit to this club because now guys want more. And like, Go get fingered at a fucking naked club. Go do, go be a porn star. Go fuck for money. Whatever it is, I do not judge you. But the Virgo in me, the Virgo, and it's not COVID, it's my fucking weed pen. The Virgo in me is just like, follow the fucking rules. Yep, I'm that way too. Goddamn follow the rules. Don't flash your pussy for an extra 200 bucks. Yes, that's nice to just get that, but like, just follow the fucking rules. So that's the stuff that would really annoy me. But guys like Norm who just respected like what it was, like I'm coming in. I know that I'm paying you for fucking. I mean, the first place that I worked at, which was Christie's in Arizona, and they have two locations. There was this one girl, this guy, I don't know why he was so rich. I feel like I heard he was a golfer. He would come in. He brought her new car one day. Like he came in and gave her fucking car keys in a detail car. And he was just like, Hey, like, this is your present. Like he just loved, they would go. Supposedly they never fucked. Supposedly he just was lonely and needed someone to talk to, but he was a good looking young guy. Yeah. And they would go into VIP and he just, he was her regular. Like he was her fucking regular. Regulars were the only things that could cause problems really. in like that stripper world, I feel like. Yeah. Because they get jealous. Like you're trying to, yeah, like like they're like that's my regular. So if he pays you, that's my money. Like that's what, but it's like guys are also like, dude, I'm no one's regular. Yeah. Like if I like if I come in and I see you all the time and I want to give you money, cool. But if I see someone else that I want to get to know, like don't fucking threaten them. And that never really happened with me because I was like, I don't fucking care about anybody's whatever. And I didn't have a lot, like I didn't have I had my own regulars, a couple of them, but I've always wondered why I never got stocked. And it's probably because of how silly they're like, <laughs> oh, we're going to, we're stocking a seven year old in a fucking 23 year old body. Like, we probably shouldn't do that. Also, I'm you can't sure out people. crazy. Like, if someone's being silly on the poll, like, you think, oh, I bet, I bet. Like, that could go one of two ways. She could be actually really like shy and diminutive, not on the poll, or she could be out crazied. It, like she get out crazy herself off the pole. Like I, I it's was a gamble. Out crazy myself mm-hmm. all the time. Like I just like even in any conversation. Like yeah, there is there is crazy. Yeah, that it's, was happening for sure. Okay, what's the best lesson that you personally have learned from customer service from working in it? 
I would say like the keeping your power, keeping your energy, keeping calm and grounded because like, why, why are you going to stoop to the level of whoever? And that is, goes into life in such a major way, but it's just like, why are you going to carry this baggage? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is not like you people think about something that pissed them off all day long and all night long and all day long. And the person who probably initiated it hasn't even thought about you again. That's right. You know, and we just give our power away so easily. And that was a lesson that was like the comedy store. That was a lesson that was from customers just... You know, if if I am love and if I am kind and I want to like portray that and like be that experience for people in the world, then you got to be able to keep your cool. Yeah. Like and breath work really changed my life for that. And a lot of things like just seeking and 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 honestly, the hard lessons where I'd be like, why is this person not my friend anymore? Why is this guy not in my life anymore? Da, da, da. And it's like, OK, if I'm the common denominator what are the common stories that are starting to happen? Oh, where's a common pattern that's coming to light? Like now, how can I shift that? And how can I be aware of it when I see that pattern coming on? And it's work, man. It's a lot of work. It's exhausting. But definitely the fact of like, like just leave work at work. Like fuck these people, fuck this whole thing. Just like go in, get your money. Get your money. Do get your motherfucking, get their money to be your money. Hello. And then leave. And then bye-bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm getting it. And then bye-bye. Like who cares about any of the other aspect of it, you know? Okay. Well, what's one piece of advice you would give to customers who interact with customer service workers? Oh God. One. <laughs> I'm like, cause there's so many. Tell them. Tell um, us. I mean, always just fucking just, <sighs> But people have to be self-aware. So if I want to say like, you know, be kind to these people, it's like someone has to be self-aware that what they're being is actually a projection of what they're feeling. And that doesn't happen with most people. I mean, it's always going to be like tip. Like if you can tip, if they're allowed to take a tip, if there's tipping fucking allowed, like just show somebody appreciation because their job and their livelihood literally depends on it. Mm -hmm. it's like, if you don't tip me and I literally have a bunch of people that don't tip me and I leave with no money, I can't pay my rent and my bills. So it's like, just kind of have an awareness of what situation you're going into. And if this situation has someone who's giving you a service, someone who's being attentive to you, someone who's taking care of you, even if they're having a bad day and they kind of have an attitude, which I know I set up stiff people, but literally doing everything wrong, like literally no redeeming quality in the whole experience. You know, if Mm -hmm. there's a redeeming quality, I'm going to leave you some money and it might be under 20%, like, but I I'll leave you some money, but like no redeeming quality at all. Like I know, but like, just realize that like, we're all fucking in this together. And if you don't have the money to spend, don't go and have the experience. Hello. That's probably the biggest thing. If you don't have the money and it's going to fucking make or break you, then let it make you keep your money, stay home, use it towards the shit that you actually need and fucking don't go ruin other people's fucking days, night experiences, all of that shit. I feel you. Yeah. Um, well, how can people get in touch with you? Davina, where, where can they hear your podcast? When, when are you, you know, releasing new episodes? When can they see you on stage? How can, how can we, how can we get to you? So many questions. I love it. Um, well, <laughs> my personal Instagram is at the smallest fat girl, the smallest fat girl, but there is also at naked and serious. Um, so that's the podcast. 
On there, you just see clips of the episodes I have and Patreon slash Naked and Serious. So patreon.com slash Naked and Serious is where you can subscribe at $6 a month for the 15 episodes that I have. Um, I, I would love to say, I know that the next one is releasing this day, but I'm I'm working on that whole thing. I'm going to put these episodes up, probably take it off Patreon and put it on OnlyFans soon. And then I'll have the page be a free subscription, but then people can pay per view. So you don't have to watch all of them. Um, Cause that makes me feel better about like, if I am in depression mode and I'm not getting things out there, at least people aren't doing like a monthly subscription, but I will say, and this might be bad to bring to people's attention. There have been some people that signed up for naked and serious in 2018 and have stayed like I still have wow. some money coming in from Patreon and have stayed and have supported. And I put that all into this one account that I have that's only for naked and serious. And it's not like a ton of money now anymore. I made a little bit of money from it, but that's all sitting there so that I can either buy the camera equipment or buy the recording sound stuff or pay for a studio where I can go and just do the interview and they record and do all that stuff. So it's all in the works it's all energetically at the tip of my like precipice of wanting to do it all the time. Um, so naked and serious. And then, yeah, like there's my Twitter is at the Davina joy, but I don't always even go there. D A V I N A joy. So yeah, at the smallest fat girl and at naked and serious. And I am starting. My other goal is to start like an empowerment cheerleader role in life. And so I have an Instagram that's at empowerment cheerleader. And that is really about helping people to do the work from the work that I've done from the person I was to what I've become. Um, I understand anger. I understand grief. I understand fucking being hot tempered and all that stuff. And, uh, I understand that when you truly start loving yourself and stop giving a fuck to fulfill this story that other people are creating of you, like how much your life changes. I understand what a gratitude journal changes your life. Like there's, there's things, you know, and when we start really doing the inner work, dude, my life is so beautiful right now. And the people I have in my life, it's just like, I could vomit how amazing they are. I'm just like, this is all a reflection of all the hard work that I have done. And I have people that like see me and encourage me and just love me and understand me and don't judge me. And it's so insanely beautiful. I'm part of such amazing tribes that it, it doesn't even seem real sometimes. So I want to bring that to the world. I want to help people create that in their own experience because if everybody starts doing that, then we're going to have a different world. Like we're going to have a better world. So empowerment right. cheerleader. What a great way to end. Well, thank you, Davina folks. We're going to drop your checks now. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help us out here at service from hell, we'd love to have you like rate, subscribe, do all of those things wherever you listen right now. It will help us reach more people that need to be schooled in the art of being kind. And will be catharsis for those of us still working in the industry. If you want to get in touch with us directly here at service from hell, send us your receipts at service from hell podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash the K Gaffney. Shout out to all of our loyal, amazing supporters. We really appreciate y'all. Remember, if you can't afford to tip, you can't afford to go out. So don't be garbage and be good to people. It's easier that way. Thanks, Miss Davina Joy, for being on. It was so good to have you. Oh, so good to have you and see your face. We're on you Zoom too. right now so people don't know. I can see your beautiful face. Thank you for having me. This was amazing. So fun. You're the best. Thanks, everybody. Good night. 
Thanks, girl. That was so much time. Dude, your script is so like the whole like here's the apps, here's the entree, here's the dessert. This is all what you created, mm-hmm. right? Like, have you written all your scripts and all the mm-hmm. send us the receipts and all? Yeah. So fucking good. Thanks, I girl. love it. 